Hello and welcome to Reading with Carrie, Stories to Fall Asleep to, a mindfulness podcast series that can be used as a sleep aid or to ease your anxiety and relieve your stress. I am your host, Carrie Favel, and I am so thankful that you've decided to spend some time with me. Today's episode is on the zodiac of Scorpio, whose symbol is obviously scorpion. And just a little fun fact, I had googled the Zodiac Scorpion, and apparently there is another Chinese sort of Zodiac affiliation with Scorpio, or Scorpion. So I got a little confused at first, and then I was like, oh, wait a minute, now this is not that Zodiac. (laughs) I guess that's the flaw of going by the theme or the symbol rather than the actual sign that I have pulled from. Scorpios are born from October 23rd to November 22nd. They are extremely deep and emotional people and are intense in all things they do. They're natural leaders and can be very serious. Scorpios are one of the most interesting signs because of their intensity, and there are some key Scorpio characteristics to be aware of that make them stand apart. You might be noticing a theme, but today's validation space also comes from Dwarak Peck. Many factors can lead to mental illness, including genetics, physical illness or injury, and traumatic life experiences. Treatment for mental health problems doesn't only consist of prescribed or over-the-counter medication. Therapy, yoga, meditation, and holistic treatments can all help to assuage symptoms. And I just wanted, I know it's a little redundant from some of the other validation spaces that we had, but I wanted to again illustrate that even if you don't believe in taking medication, you want to be very natural with what you intake with your body, there are still other avenues of support that could help with whatever you're struggling with. Also on the side note, I am always told by loved ones to make sure I go outside and get sun and go for a walk. And where that might help them, which is fantastic, I love it for them, that's not all that I need. I have a chemical imbalance and no amount of vitamin D is going to fix that. So sometimes those that we love try to show their support by giving us advice that might not necessarily apply to us specifically. So keep that in mind that just because one thing works for someone else doesn't mean it'll work for you, and that's okay. It doesn't mean you are helpless or hopeless. It just means you need to find another avenue that works for you specifically. And before we begin, let's start with a brief mindfulness exercise. Close your eyes and take a posture that is relaxed, taking care to keep your back and neck in alignment. As you get situated, really notice your body, feeling the weight of your body on the chair, the bed, the floor, or wherever you may be in this moment. Notice the position of your feet and any sensations you can feel with them. Locate your legs and the blunt pressure on whatever seat you are on. Feel any sensations in your arms and make sure your shoulders are soft. Where are your hands resting? What are they feeling? Acknowledge any tension that you feel in your muscles and allow your body to express itself, being present in the moment. Just be aware of the tension or whatever may be happening in your body. Simply note the communication with a simple thought of, I hear you, that's how it is right now. 
Bring your focus to your breath, but don't alter it in any way. Just feel your body's natural rhythm as you inhale and exhale. Feel the oxygen enter your lungs, that slight hitch between inhale and exhale, and the sensation of the air exiting your lungs with another micro moment between breaths. Let's extend our awareness to our mind. What thoughts or feelings or perceptions are present right now? Again, we are just noting these thoughts and feelings in this moment. Don't try to push or shut down any sense of discomfort or unpleasant feelings, but don't dwell on them either. Simply validate them with a simple acknowledgement, such as, that's okay, that's how it is right now. Keeping the connection you have with your body, reach your hands above your head, stretching your arms. Tense up the muscles as you breathe in and hold them in place for just a moment. And now, as you release the breath, relax your muscles and place your arms back to where they were resting comfortably before. Let's repeat this once more. Raising your hands above your head, tense your muscles in your arms and shoulders as you breathe in and hold the position as you hold your breath for just a short count of four. Then release your breath as you release your muscles and rest your arms back to where they were. Now focus back to your breathing and notice how you can relax by taking slow deep breaths in and releasing your breath slowly out. Breathe in, hold your breath and breathe out slowly. Breathe in, and out. Keep breathing deeply, gently, and slowly. Now notice your whole body as being present. Be aware of every part at once, as best you can, as you continue to softly and deeply breathe in and out. If you are preparing yourself for bed, continue to breathe in and out. And just listen to my voice, but do not follow. If you need to ready yourself to get back to your day, then let us now widen our spatial awareness by using our other senses. What sounds do you hear in the room other than my voice? Are there any smells you can recognize? Feel the item on which you are resting with all of your body and imagine it in your mind. Try to picture it as accurately as you can without opening your eyes just yet. And now, take a deep breath in on an inhale of four. Hold your breath for a count of four. And on an audible sigh, release your breath as you open your eyes and fully come back. And now, here's the story. The Scorpion and the Frog an Aesop fable retold by Basab Ghosh. Once upon a time, near a river, lived a scorpion. The scorpion lived in a cave. One day, the scorpion decides to leave his cave. It is far too dark and dingy. I can't stay here anymore, the scorpion thinks. Let's go look for a new house. So, the scorpion leaves its cave in search of a new home. It looked everywhere but could not find a suitable house. Soon, the scorpion came to the river. 
Now, the scorpion did not know how to swim. It stood by the river, thinking how to get across. There is no place to stay here, it thought. But how should I get to the other side? The scorpion sat down near the river and began thinking. Sometime later, the scorpion found a frog leaping around. It saw the frog coming towards itself. Would you help me with something, Mr. Frog? The scorpion asks the frog. Now the frog was suspicious of him, yet it replied, How can I help you, scorpion? Oh, you see, I have to go to the other side of this river, the scorpion explains. Could you be kind enough to take me there? Why should I? I can't trust you and your stings, the frog exclaims. But Mr. Frog, I can't swim, he tells the frog. If I sting you, we both die in an instant. Then the frog says, I see, you do have a point. All right then, I'll take you to the other side. So the scorpion hopped on the frog's back, and the frog jumped into the river. The frog began paddling as fast as it could. Suddenly, when they were halfway through, the frog felt something sharp around its back. What is that? The frog asks the scorpion. Then, the frog realized that the scorpion had stung him. What did you do, stupid scorpion? The frog exclaims, as the dizziness starts to take over him. Now both of us shall drown. Without any regrets, the scorpion says, What can I do? This is my nature. I should not have trusted the scorpion, the frog thought as he drowned. Thank you for listening. I welcome you back anytime you may need to hear a comforting voice or a familiar bedtime story.